You're listening to the Elected Story Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 6, The Power of Pleasantness. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios. Graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now, here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. So at the end of the day, I can describe what happens in three deep breaths. I lay down on my Comfort King mattress. I breathe out the stress of the day. That's the first breath. Then I sink into my pillow next to my bride, Libby, of over 30 years. I take a second breath and relax. Then I take a third breath and, well, I don't remember what happens next. I wake up the next morning. (laughs) If that's the kind of sleep you're looking for, go to Comfort King at comfortking.net. When you reframe your life as a story and make you the author of it, it gives you a little bit of power in making the changes necessary and also gives you clarity because you can see yourself in a truer sense and then make the changes necessary. You are the hero of the story, and I don't mean the protagonist. There's a difference. There's an old trope in movie making than the opening scene of a movie to establish the goodness of the hero The hero would save a pet. (laughs) And you can see that in the Superman movie with Christopher Reeves. We see him in one of the opening scenes take a cat out of a tree and bring it to its owner. Immediately we see that this is the good guy. This is Superman, a hero. Compare that to the protagonist in the TV series House of Cards, where the main character named Francis Underwood in the opening scene strangles his neighbor's dog. Can you believe that? A disturbing scene, obviously, because you realize that in this series, the main character is not a hero. I don't know why we've become so enamored with this sort of depressing series where evil people are the main characters of stories. The question is, in your story, do you want to be heroic? Do you want to be the kind of person that is truly good? You see, the power of heroes that is underemphasized and underappreciated in all these modern dystopian television shows is that people are attracted to pleasant people. We like heroes. And pleasantness is not a gift, it's a skill we perfect. The skill is a daily practice that we work on daily, including today. You see, it's after Christmas. You can appreciate that I am behind the eight ball. I'm still sending out my Christmas cards. (laughs) I needed to merge a family photograph onto a Word document, so I went to the office supply store, waited in line at the Print Center. I have been to the Print Center before, and even though I am habitually bad with names, I've never given up on the practice of trying to remember them. It's an important skill. I waited in line, and when it was my turn, I said, Hi, Jane. How are you today? Jane smiled because I remembered her name. I told her what I wanted to do, and then she said, Oh, I can't do that. Now, this immediately irritated me. It's a print setter, for gosh sakes. How tough can it be? Now, I didn't say this out loud because I'm practicing pleasantness. I said, You don't do something like this? She said, no, we really just print the stuff that people have already set up. 
Now, because I knew her name, she lowered her voice and confided, yeah, they don't pay us very much. Anybody who knows how to do that stuff works somewhere else. Oh, I said. And then she said, yeah, I was a stay-at-home mom for most of my life. I only took this job when my husband got sick. Well, see, now it became much easier to practice pleasantness. I said, don't, don't worry about it. I'll go home and get a PDF set up and send it to you. My daughter, Meredith, who you hear in these podcasts introduced the show, was quickly able to help me set up a PDF and email it to me. She's super good at that. You should give her a call. Selby Studios, hint, hint, Selby Studios. The next day, I emailed the PDF to the same print center. I called them up. The person who answered the phone, her name was Becky, said, I'm sorry, we cannot process emails. You have to come into the store. I said, you mean if I drive into the store and send you an email while I'm there, then you can do it? She said, yes. Now, again, this was irritating to me, but again, I'm practicing pleasantness. I said, I understand even though I didn't. So I drove into town and there was a line of people. I decided to be pleasant and patiently wait. And then a woman comes in from another room and said, I can help who's next. And shortly I was there in front of her. And I said, I emailed the document to the store. I would like printed. She said, oh yes, I talked to you on the phone. And I said, well, you must be Becky. She said, yes. I asked for a hundred copies. She said, well, I can put them in the queue and you'll get them immediately, but that will cost you $130. Or if you're willing to wait, you can get them tomorrow for $100. I said with a smile, well, they're Christmas letters, so I'm in no hurry. And then she said, tell you what, I'll print them right now for $100. Now, in honesty, I'm still not particularly happy with the customer service, right? But I am pleased with my progress in becoming a more pleasant person. Pleasant people are extremely valuable in the workplace. John D. Rockefeller said the following, the ability to deal with people is a purchasable commodity, like sugar or coffee, and I will pay more for that ability than for any under the sun, unquote. You see, life is not Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad or Yellowstone or Sopranos. It's really just you with the skills you have trying to live the best possible life and succeed as best as you can. And it will not be about your ability to cook meth, horse whip bikers, or cut the heads off dragons. It will be about your ability to work with people. And the biggest most powerful and most valuable skill, most easily accomplished, is simply being pleasant. Well, that's the story. Thanks for listening. And story is the focus of this year's podcast. In my own story, I'm continuing to lead my Significance Masterclass and tell America's story as I travel the 50 states preparing Americans to celebrate the 250th birthday of our country. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me and schedule me. You can find me at the website, ilikethatstory.net, also on LinkedIn under Jeff Gould. Until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.